get, obviously you haven't heard this pub barn. Welcome to Mornings on Main Street, Clarksville. I'm your host, Stephanie Miller. Austin P. State University has the largest military veteran services building in Tennessee. In addition to that, one of the larger support staffs for military student services. May of last year, the university unified its efforts to better support the military-affiliated students. Well, today we get to hear all about those efforts and how it has been going the past several months. We talk with Vice President for Military and Veterans Affairs, retired Major General Walt Lord. I look forward to bringing this segment to you in just a few minutes. And then after that, I am going to introduce you to a professor from Austin P. State University whose free time is spent making incredible 3D wood art. Cannot wait to share her work with you and where you can find it. And then after that, I introduce you and let you hear from one of our columnists and contributors at Main Street Media. Cheryl Lewis shares with us how she comes up with her columns and just the heart that she puts in to each piece. But, but first, let's get a check of the wrap with reporter Sherry Reeves. This is the wrap for the January 18th edition of Main Street Clarksville. Cold, cold, cold. A windchill advisory from the National Weather Service in Nashville continued in Montgomery County through Wednesday as temperatures dipped into single digits throughout Middle Tennessee. While the few inches of snow on Monday made for a beautiful setting and backdrop, it resulted in dangerous road conditions and led to schools and businesses and offices all shutting down for safety reasons. The temperatures were anticipated to rise slowly throughout the remainder of the week, possibly above freezing temperatures by Sunday. A honey-baked ham store will be locating in Sango by the end of the spring or early summer months, according to its owners. The store is being placed in a strip mall located on Madison Street near the intersection of Excel Road, about a mile east of MLK Junior Parkway. The owners tell us the new Clarksville Honey Baked Ham store will also have a dining room with freshly made sandwiches available. Chelsea Sweet, age 29 of Texas, has been identified as the pedestrian killed on Fort Campbell Boulevard last Saturday. The woman was trying to cross Fort Campbell Boulevard near Concord Drive when she was struck by a motorist. And finally, over on Emerald Hill on North 2nd Street in Clarksville, that's where the kids and a few adults go to sled when the snow falls. We caught up with Quinn Drake, age 12, a seventh grade student at Kirkwood Middle School, as he made his way down that large hill. Drake said he pays a visit to Emerald Hill because his neighborhood is flat. And that's the wrap. I'm Sherry Reeves, Main Street, Clarksville. As a busy mom juggling family, errands, and everything life throws at me, I try my best to be environmentally conscious. So of course, I buy flushable wipes thinking I'm doing the right thing. But it turns out flushable wipes aren't actually flushable. I found out the hard way when flushable wipes caused a clog and flooded my house with sewage. 
it ended up costing me thousands of dollars in damage and a big headache with the insurance company. It's safe to say our family will never flush a flushable wipe again and instead put them where they belong, in the trash. This holiday season, the largest lantern festival in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. Witness more than 1,000 handcrafted Chinese lanterns featuring brand new designs, including towering mythical beasts, a life-sized Santa's workshop, and a 100-foot-long dragon. Welcome back to Zoo Lumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street and welcome to the Newton Military Family Resource Center located in downtown Clarksville. They went through some changes back in May of 2023 and really have more of a unified environment here between this location and the one at Fort Campbell to share with us what has been happening over the past several months. We have the former military advisor, now vice president of Military Veterans Affairs Division here for Austin Peay State University. We have retired Major General Walt Lord with us. Thank you so much for your time today. You bet. Thanks for having me, Stephanie. You are so welcome. So there's been a lot going on here since May of 2023. First off, share with us, how is it going right now after all these months? Where is this resource center at now? It's going really well. And, and I'll point out that this resource center is just one element mm -hmm. of, of all those developments that you have mentioned. Uh, as you said, I was hired here in May of 21 as military advisor in residence. Mm -hmm. One of 24 Austin P employees whose roles are 100% focused on taking care of our military student, military affiliated student population. So service members, active and reserve, mm -hmm. veterans, and family members of those two groups. They make up our military affiliated student population. At this university, something that's really special about this university, that's 27% of our student body. Wow. Around 10,000 enrolled, 27% military affiliated. It's not surprising that 24 of us are focused on supporting and serving those students. Mm -hmm. What is surprising, was surprising, was the fact that while I worked directly for the president as an advisor, the other 23 worked across three different divisions in the university's organization chart. Okay. And it was around May of 23 that President Lakari made the decision, um, and, and he's made some really big, bold decisions to support those students in his tenure, uh, that we needed to step up the synergy mm -hmm. between all those folks supporting those students. And we had a very brief conversation in which he decided that we would unify all of those uh, under a brand new military and veterans affairs division. And I, as you said, have the honor of serving as vice president, leading that division. Mm -hmm. And we are very, very confident that we're the largest unified staff in the country serving and supporting a population of military-affiliated students. Well, I misspoke at the beginning of the show. I said the largest in the state, the largest in the country. Yes. What do you hear from your students, those who have served, who are looking for that connection, who are looking to continue to move forward? What do you hear from them? Yeah, they do appreciate the fact that we've got a, 
a staff and facilities that are focused on supporting them, mm -hmm. particularly our student veterans, yeah. uh, which they typically run 16 to 1800 enrolled at any given time. Uh, and I love some of the comments we get when they walk into this center for the first time. One of the first things they say is this feels like a USO. And uh, if you've served or have had family members have served, you know how impactful that compliment is. Uh, in fact, the person who made this center possible, a very generous alum, uh, Wilma Newton, whose father, brother, and husband all served, uh, she wrote the check that made this place possible. And uh, I shared with our vice president for alumni engagement and philanthropy, Chris Phillips, who meets with Wilma regularly. Uh, the last time they met for a birthday lunch, uh, I said, Chris, please share with Wilma. She will understand the impact of this compliment that we've had veteran students tell us that this place feels like a USO. Um, and you know, when you're, whether you're transiting through an airport from one place to another in your military duties, or when you're deployed, the USO is a place where you can go, even if it's just to get a cup of coffee and, and in some places enjoy some air conditioning. Uh -huh. um, but it's a place where you feel supported, you feel served. Um, one of the other uh, things that I like to share is I've told our student staff, and, and we have wonderful, uh, mostly veteran students, some military family members, who are students here but also work here on work study mm -hmm. to help us run this center. Whenever we get a new student, uh, particularly a veteran, who's touring the center for the first time, if my door's open, I want to talk to them, even if it's just for a minute. And one of the things that I impress upon them is the fact that, uh, and there are statistics to prove this, one of the greatest obstacles to your success on this campus is gonna be the feeling of separation. Mm -hmm. You're not wearing the uniform anymore. You're out of your platoon, you're off the ship, you're off the flight line. You're gonna feel like you've lost your tribe. And I tell them, you haven't lost your tribe. We look a little bit different now, uh, but you still have your tribe mm -hmm. and you're gonna find us right here at the Newton Center. Is that mentality common across the board at other centers throughout the country? Not at all of them. In fact, most, most schools don't have a center like ours. Okay. Uh, they've got an office where students, and again, particularly student veterans, mm -hmm. can go to have their GI Bill or veterans education benefits uh, paperwork processed. Uh, and, and that typically is a sub-element of the financial aid office. Some schools do have a bit more robust center like this, mm -hmm. uh, but ours is the largest by far, um, twice the size of the next largest in the state of Tennessee. Uh, but I would say by and large, even across the country, this is a very, very unique environment. And as, uh, as we've been talking, you're seeing some of the video of the interior of the Newton Military Family Resource Center. As this video has been playing, you may have noticed something above the nameplates um, by the doors. It's called Green Zone. That is something that is special to hear. It is. Um, Green Zone is a, it's actually a training uh, course mm -hmm. that, that Jasmine has been teaching uh, throughout the years. Uh, it's a voluntary course that our staff and faculty can take, and Jasmine will tailor it uh, 
Mm -hmm. uh, she can do it in about 90 minutes. We prefer three to four hours so she can really get in depth. Mm -hmm. um, but she goes through things like the deployment cycle, you know, preparing for a deployment, being deployed, coming home from deployment, and how that affects not only the service member but family members. Uh, she talks about things like PTSD and, and behavioral health issues that veterans and service members and, and their family members might experience so that our faculty and staff can recognize indicators in our population of students and maybe head off a problem. You know, maybe see a student that might be struggling, maybe showing signs of anxiety or PTSD. As this evolution continues to evolve and grow, what's next for the Resource Center? What's next for this location? Really just a matter of continuing to, to plug in um, both to university resources and as a new division, figuring out where we sit within, within the whole university structure. Fortunately, the rest of the university's uh, organization, the faculty and staff, have really supported this reorganization. Uh, even those staff divisions that have lost people and, and offices to this new division have been very, very supportive because they see and support the need. Um, but also continuing to grow our network of community partners. Uh, we've got an amazing community of veteran service organizations, both government and non-government, nonprofit here in Clarksville. Mm -hmm. It seems that every week another one reaches out to us and says, hey, we've heard that this organization uses the Newton Center as a hub of resources to, to help the student veterans particularly. We want to play. Uh, you know, we want to come to the table and offer our support and resources, and our ears and our doors are always open to that. That is wonderful. You know, we could make this entire 30-minute show today just sitting here talking about this resource center with Mr. Lord, but we can't do that because we do have others, but there is so much to learn, and you know, you can catch you every Wednesday. How do we do that? How do we connect with you? How do we hear from you? Uh, we're all over social media. Um, we've got uh, organizational uh, social media pages. Mm -hmm. I've also got personal, uh, especially LinkedIn and, and Twitter or X, as we're calling X, it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm willing to connect with just about anybody on those. Obviously, yeah. Facebook, I'm a little bit more personal with. I, yeah. I try to keep that to, to family and close friends and colleagues. But social media, and as you mentioned, we're we're actually going to launch immediately following this uh, <laughs> this recording. A brand new initiative called Wednesdays with Walt, okay. uh, where I will, um, I don't know if it'll be every Wednesday, but it will always be on Wednesdays. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to pop out a very informal video uh, that we'll hang on our social media pages that just brings people up to date on what we've got going on here. Nice. Uh, so we'll talk about our facilities. We'll probably highlight some of our staff and, and students uh, we'll talk about some of the initiatives we've got going on uh, because we want more people to know about all the great things that we've got going on here for our military-affiliated students. And where will that uh, Wednesday segment go? Where will, that, where will, where will we find that? Um, probably the quickest way to get to see that will be on our Facebook page. Okay. I mean, that's, I think, the most common social media platform. Uh, so if, if people search Austin P. Military and Veterans Affairs, 
they'll find us. And then to see what services you offer here at the Newton Military Family Resource Center, where do we go for that? Do you have a website? Uh, we do. Our division has a website. Um, so again, just go to the Austin P website and I wish I could rattle off the URL. I can't. <laughs> That's okay. uh, but if you search the Austin P website for Military and Veterans Affairs, you'll find us pretty easily. Well, we appreciate your time. Thank you for sharing all of this with us. Is there something that I didn't ask that you would want to bring attention to or any final thoughts? I don't think so. I think you, this has been a great opportunity to share with the world uh, everything that we're doing for our military affiliated students. We're, we're just so deeply proud um, of the fact that we take serving those who've served so very seriously. And uh, as a veteran, it's especially heartwarming to me. And, and I come to work every day as the chief advocate for those students, but most importantly, as the chief advocate to a leadership team and a president who are so open and receptive to new ideas uh, in ways that we can take care of those students. So. I appreciate the opportunity to share it all. Oh, it's been an honor for me, and hopefully we can connect with you again in the future to see what else is happening here. Vice President of Military Veterans Affairs here at Austin Peay State University, retired Major General Walt Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you. Anytime. Stick with us here at Mornings on Main Street. We have more coming up right after this. At Chapels, we pride ourselves on offering a wide variety of the freshest fruits and vegetables, handpicked just for you. We have a wide selection of the freshest, highest quality meats that will leave your taste buds craving more. Our friendly staff is always ready to lend a helping hand. We believe in treating every customer like family because at Chapels, your family is our family. We've been locally owned and operated for over 60 years. You can visit any of our Chapels locations in Dixon, White Bluff, McEwen, and Centerville. As a busy mom juggling family, errands, and everything life throws at me, I try my best to be environmentally conscious. So of course, I buy flushable wipes thinking I'm doing the right thing. But it turns out flushable wipes aren't actually flushable. I found out the hard way when flushable wipes caused a clog and flooded my house with sewage. It ended up costing me thousands of dollars in damage and a big headache with the insurance company. It's safe to say our family will never flush a flushable wipe again and instead put them where they belong, in the trash. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. Take a look at this. Is this not an incredible piece of art? This is a woodworking art that involves inlaying different pieces of wood to make a 3D image. It is known as intarsia. And this morning, I get to introduce you to the woman behind this piece and many others. When she's not in her educator role at Austin Peay State University, she uses the rest of her free time to create this. Let me introduce you to Beatrix Brockman. This is knitted intarsia. So when you have patterns in different colors assembled, so, but this is the wood version. And in knitting it's flat, and in wood it's always 
mimicking 3D. So I've always been creative, like you saw the pottery upstairs, right? I have a spinning wheel, I spin yarn, I design shawls, I do all kinds of stuff. But my father was a carpenter. So wood is my first love. Wood is very patient with me and I get almost instant results. So I'm self-taught. Um, there's lots of books, there's lots of YouTube videos where you can, you know, copy and see how things are done. There's actually the most famous intarsia artist in the world lives in Seymour, Tennessee. And she's like the guru of it all. And there's Facebook groups. She's in that Facebook groups every once in a while. So when she commented on this, I was like, ah, she saw me, right? So that kind of effect. So we have red cedar for the chair. We have cherry here. We have mahogany for the floor. So here, for instance, the mahogany. Somebody on Facebook Marketplace was offering mahogany cutoffs about this long, $5 a piece that they got uh, cast-offs from the Gibson guitar factory. There were marks and stuff in that, so they couldn't use them for the guitar. So they were selling a whole palette. And so I got a bunch of them for $5 a piece. So Gibson mahogany. Uh, red cedar from uh, yeah, from, from uh, Tennessee is the chair. Um, there's actually a cabinet maker in town who, whenever he has cutoffs, he calls me and says, hey, I got something, do you want it? And then I just go and pick up little pieces from him. He's really wonderful. Uh, walnut from Tennessee. Um, and then all these little exotic pieces, like the purple heart. Then there's the red one, it's, there's Paduk. P-A-D-A-U-K, and then there's Bloodwood, they are red. Um, we have something called Blue Pine. Have you ever heard of Blue Pine? Blue Pine is a pine that ha there, where a beetle, or is it a fungus, I don't remember, makes it thick. So it's not, it's not a nice warm color anymore, it turns gray. So that's the so-called Blue Pine. And this one here is the, uh, this is maple that has been, uh, it has a beetle in it, the so-called ambrosia beetle. So ambrosia maple is sought after by woodworkers because it, it, the beetle makes these marks in the wood. But for me, for the little books, it makes a perfect spine. It looks like an encyclopedia, right? <laughs> favorite, favorite piece is the one of my parents. I made a portrait. So there's a photograph upstairs. I can show it a few of my parents uh, at my niece's wedding where they are holding a picture frame and being photographed. And I turned that into a wood piece, but that's in my office at Austin P. I look at that every day. <laughs> yeah, so but this is gonna be my next favorite thing. And previously the girl with the books in her head, that was my favorite thing when I, that's why I made three of them. What is that feeling when you finish a piece and you look at it? love never ever want to give it away and so one of the things to know is that once you have to put some finish on it right so and I, I i don't like i said no paint no stain no chemicals so i only put oil on there natural oil so either walnut oil or hemp oil and the colors will change so if you find some pictures on instagram you will see a before and an after and then this will become even more beautiful once it's oil because then the wood will radiate its true beautiful colors. How often do you surprise yourself? Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I, when I pulled this picture of the internet, I was like, oh my God, I want this, I want to make this. But, I, you know, again, I, I teach composition. Plagiarism is a big fat no-no, so I would never do this without the permission of the creator. And so I wrote to him expecting never to get an answer. And he answers the next day and he says, yes, you may. Thank you for asking. Other people do not ask, they just do. But it's, for, it's not commercial and I said, that's understood. I would never want to profit of his, you know, I mean, this is his intellectual artistic property, right? So those things are really important for me. I would like to thank Bee for giving us her time and sharing her love of art with us here at Mornings on Main Street. If you would like to know more, maybe have a piece commissioned, you can do that by reaching out to Bee on Instagram at Carpenter Bee. That is C-A-R-P-E-N-T-A-R-B-E-A. -E -E Stick with us. We'll be right back. You know that feeling you get when your team goes big? You can get that same feeling on Zen Sports. When you sign up for a Zen Sports account, you will receive up to a $1,000 no danger first wager. That's right. When you place your first bet in Zen Sports, you can be reimbursed for the amount of your first bet up to a $1,000 maximum if the bet loses. No other sports book will offer you a premier sports betting experience with 24-7 customer support and faster withdrawals like Zen Sports. Zen Sports. Betting just got better. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 and up and in Tennessee to bet. As a busy mom juggling family, errands, and everything life throws at me, I try my best to be environmentally conscious. So of course, I buy flushable wipes thinking I'm doing the right thing. But it turns out flushable wipes aren't actually flushable. I found out the hard way when flushable wipes caused a clog and flooded my house with sewage. It ended up costing me thousands of dollars in damage and a big headache with the insurance company. It's safe to say our family will never flush a flushable wipe again and instead put them where they belong, in the trash. Welcome back to Mornings on Main Street. We are incredibly lucky at Main Street Media to have some phenomenal contributors to bring information and thought-provoking articles to all of you out there. And I have the joy of introducing you this morning to someone, I'm sure you've read her articles and you've seen her picture, but this is Cheryl Lewis. Cheryl, first off, thank you. Thank you for giving me your time. I'm delighted. You know, I do love the articles that you put out and what you contribute to Main Street Media. A lot of them very thought-provoking. Other articles are informative. What got you going into writing columns? Oh, goodness. I love connecting with people, and I love being real. And you have the ability to do that in columns in a way that you don't necessarily in typical journalism. So um, I, I love the ability to tell, you know, the, the good, bad, and the ugly uh, in a balanced way, but in a personal way as well. What, is there an article to you that sticks out in your mind that you really hope that the rest of us got something from? Again, I've looked through, you know, several of them. One of them, the old secrets sometimes bring miraculous new be beginnings. That was beautiful and something that kind of stuck with me uh, that really gave me that first thought of, oh, I really want to talk to Cheryl a little bit more. Thank you. That really means a lot to me. Um, I love connecting with people on a deep level and I love sharing their stories. Uh, for years, I was a book editor. I've been in journalism pretty much my whole career. 
Um, I had a couple of forays into disaster relief management and things like that, but writing and telling stories has always been my passion. So um, if I have the ability to hear someone's story and the privilege of getting to share it, then I try to hearken back to what my very first editor ever told me. And he said to strive for refrigerator journalism. And I said, what in the world is that? And he said, well, you have to realize that, especially in smaller towns, um, but anywhere really, it might be the only time that person is ever profiled in print um, in their lifetime. And so they are going to clip it out of the newspaper and send it to grandma and grandma's gonna put it on her refrigerator for the next 40 years. And so you want it to be written as well as it possibly can. Um, and so I really have taken that to heart and it doesn't matter how minor the story might seem. I really try to make it worthy of that refrigerator magnet. And tell us a little bit about your latest article. It's Actions Define You, So Choose Wisely. How did you come up with that? Um, well, I think that it's, again, something very personal. And I do tend to write very personal. I write about people in the community. And I also write about myself. Um, the Again, the good, bad, and the ugly. Um, and I also, when I travel, I try to write about those things, too. Because not everyone gets to travel. And I like to take you with me. So I have a new YouTube channel called Tennessee and Beyond. And in that I will be profiling anywhere I go and all of the people that I meet and things that I see along the way. So I hope you'll come find me there too. Oh, I look forward to that. Thank you, Cheryl. We appreciate your time. Again, you can find her articles at MainStreetMediaTN.com and give that YouTube channel once more, please. It's Tennessee TN and beyond. TN and beyond. Wonderful. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye, Steph.